Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Let us pray. Lord God, with endless mercy, you receive the prayers of all who call upon you. By your spirit, show us the things we ought to do and give us the grace and power to do them. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. 
Now it's time for our children's message. Now, when we're preparing a recipe, what's the most important thing we need? Any guesses? <laughs> Set that, that is also very important. That is also very important. Ingredients. Thank you. Today we're going to hear about two ingredients that are really important for us in our lives of faith, but might seem odd if you don't have an explanation. Salt and light. It might sound like a strange pairing. One, how can light be an ingredient? That's new. Also, salt. That's a surprising ingredient. How does salt help faith? Show, oh, sorry, <laughs> reading my own instructions to myself. <laughs> so when we're baking cookies, do you think salt's an important ingredient? Those who have made cookies know salt is very important. important. Even in something sweet, it creates balance in the baking. Salt is of the earth. And it helps us to be humble and loving, and in our faith, gives us balance. Now, what about light? The light comes from God and can shine through us as we love and care for people, animals, and the earth. Those are two very important things. Balance and God's love. Salt and light. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you. Thank you for the balance that we get by being salt of the earth. Thank you for the love and the light you show through us to those around us. Amen. I invite you to rise as you are able. Let us together welcome the gospel. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus encourages his followers to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, doing good works and keeping God's commandments. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but it is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one after lighting a lamp puts it under a, the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. 
For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. I'm going to continue on what Amanda was talking about. What are some, um, what are A, some salts, uh, some different kinds of salts that you use and different things that you use salt for? Pink salt. Huh? Pink salt. Himalayan pink. salt. Himalayan salt. Yeah, that pink, pink rock salt that you ground, grind. Okay, what else? Popcorn salt. Popcorn salt. And those tiny little, uh, um, Crystals that get it all over the place. We have salt lamps. You have salt lamps. What's a salt lamp? It's a giant hunk of salt with a light in the middle of it. Okay, and what does it, how does how does it affect the light? It makes a nice pink hue in the room. Gives it a hue and disperses it. Okay, what else? Rock salt for making ice cream. Rock salt for making ice cream. Very important. Yes. Somebody else said. Salt on the ice, yes, thank you, so that we're not skidding or either in cars or in our feet or whatever, yeah. Salt to give us some traction. What else? Epsom salt. Epsom salt, excellent, for, well, a number of things, but I think of it as settling your tummy, right? Oh, oh or no, you bathe in it. Yeah, sorry, okay, different. Um, you bathe in it, so so if you've got an injury or sore muscle, Epsom salt, good. What else? Table salt. Table salt. Yeah, you got table salt. salt. What was that? Smoke flavored. Yeah, different kinds of flavored salts, smoke salts. There are salt connoisseurs. <laughs> um, bath salts. Let's see, uh, salt. In food, Amanda talked about it giving flavor. What's another reason that we use salt in food? Preservation. Preservation. Yeah, helps, helps the food last longer. It's a preservative. Salt is essential in our bodies. It's essential in our lives. And there are a lot of ways that we use it that, uh, that become so, so completely integrated in our lives that we may not notice how important they are, that they may not, we may not notice the significance that salt has. I'm going to go similarly with light. So light, light illuminates. We know that light illuminates. But most of you know, I'm sure, the nature of light. It's a wave. It's a packet. That's as far as I'm going on the physics of it, other than different wavelengths make for different colors of visible light. So we have a range of colors of visible light. They go from what to what? On red to violet. Red to violet. Yeah, our visible spectrum goes to, from red to violet. So all the colors that we can see are in that range. 
and when they're spread out, they're in a rainbow. If there are colors that are taken out of, that are filtered out of a particular light source, it's less light. It also changes the color, and sometimes we do that. We put filters on our lights here, but it's also less light. It reduces, it just reduces the amount of light that's showing. And there are different things that these different sources of light do in our lives. Being in Alaska, there's a kind of light, and this is not a kind of visible light, but there's a kind of light that keeps us from getting depressed. What is it? The happy light. The happy light, yeah, happy light. <laughs> and in the summer, ultraviolet light, right? Ultraviolet light produces vitamin D. Some people re react very strongly to not having enough ultraviolet light in their lives, in their bodies. Uh, there are theories about illnesses and populations that spend a lot of time outside having higher immunity to certain illnesses. And, and I mean, there's always debates on why that is. But uh, a strong theory is it's the light. It's the sunlight that provides certain health benefits. And on the other end of the spectrum, past red, we've got infrared. What's infrared used for? Warming. Warming. Yeah. Warming and? Oh, rangefinder. Huh? Rangefinder. You can measure distance. You can measure distance. Because of the length of the wave, it's a good length to me measure distance. There are lights that are used to illuminate certain paints, to illuminate certain substances. There are lights that we shoot through our bodies in order to get pictures of our internal organs. We call them x-rays, but it's a type of light. Much like the variation in salt, there's this huge variation, and there's so many different ways. It's not just a matter of turning on the lights. It's also this fully integrated into our health, into our well-being, into everything that we do that we may or may not forget to notice. It's also pretty, by the way. Some of us like, like color, and so light is pretty. Um, but one of the reasons I'm drawing out what are the different kind of salts and what are the different kind of light is that Paul also talks about what are our different kinds of gifts. What are our different kinds of gifts and how do we use them together? And some of them are more visible than others. And some of them are more obvious than others it doesn't make them more important than others. So the fact that you can't see the ultraviolet light, that your body needs to be healthy, will make it unimportant. Maybe you don't need it to read by, but you do need it to live by. We here in Alaska are very aware of putting salt on our sidewalks because we live by salt water. We have a sense of what of the import of salt water. What are what are some of the characteristics of salt water that are different from fresh water? Denser. Denser. So things float more easily. Things float more easily. And and that can't, more 
lowers the freezing temperature, also raises the boiling temperature, as it happens. Yeah, carries a lot of nutrients often. Now it also carries a lot of not nutrients that have to be filtered out, but there are a lot of nutrients that can be carried in salt water um, and minerals that are richer than what we might get in fresh water. I'm going to ask you to actually think about what, what, what color wavelength am I or what kind of salt am I? Not me, you. Ask yourselves that. What, what, part, what part of the rainbow am I needed to play in this, in this, in this picture that is this congregation, that is church, that is the body of Christ? What is my peace? And if my peace isn't there, What is missing? Because we all have a calling. We all have gifts. We all have this commission that we're given. And I, I love this passage from Isaiah, where he's saying, and it's, it's not this outward stuff that you do. The fast, what is the fast that I require of you? Um, hello. In the beginning. No, I guess it's not. Oh, because the because the, the, uh, the the prophet is is quoting the people asking, "Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why do we humble ourselves, but you do not notice?" Pretty much there, they're saying, "How come what we're doing isn't working?" And God's response is, "Your definition of working is wrong." And your definition of how you get there is wrong. And God says, because it's what I do. God, it's what God does that is working, working in us, working through us. And he said, don't let it serve your own interests. Make sure that your fasting is to loose the bonds of injustice. Undo the thongs of the yoke. Not, okay, not literally. I don't, I don't actually wouldn't even know how to do that if I had to. Um, Karen probably would. To share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless into your house when you see the naked cover them and not hide them from your own kin. Do the work that I told you to do. Love my creation. Love my created. Love the other parts of the rainbow that are essential to the full white light or the other uses of salt without which we wouldn't be able to function. What is your type of salt? And if you are not giving that freely, you're missing out. You're missing out. Because giving freely is how we experience the work happening in us. So much like it says in the Isaiah, a little bit, a little bit, 
you know, might make you feel like you're meeting the requirements. But it's in the free giving that you're experiencing the free giving of Christ. And then you experience God's work. And then it's working. Because what we do isn't working, because that's not how God works. God works in us so that what God does is working. That was a lot of circular. Everybody got what I was saying, though, right? God works through us. OK, good. Uh, and then I just want to point out that in back in the gospel, Matthew talks a lot about righteousness. And he says, your righteousness has to exceed the scribes and the Pharisees. Righteousness is about reconciliation. So unless your reconciliation exceeds them, who are focused more on the rules. But it also says, whoever does these things will be called the least of these in the kingdom of heaven. Does it say you're out of heaven? Because the reality is, God loves us all into, all into the fullness that God calls us to be. So while this really does push us to live more fully what we're taught is righteousness, do that from a place of confidence that God loves you anyway. Amen. Let us confess together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. together to follow Jesus, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Call your people to seek your wisdom in difficult conversations and action. Give the church everywhere courage to repent for the ways we have tolerated and practiced injustice. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Inspire our wonder at creation. From the light of dawn to the beauty of the dark night, sustain the unseen depths of the ocean to the plants and animals we know well. Bring healing to lands and communities exper experiencing natural disasters. Merciful God, receive, receive our, our prayer. prayer. Instruct the powerful in your ways. Provide up, upright leadership in business and industry that workers are not oppressed. Throughout the world, inspire voters and raise up politicians to heed your call for nations to practice righteousness. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Loosen the bonds of injustice in our midst. Grant peace to endless quarrels. 
put an end to hunger and break every yoke of oppression. Shelter all who feel abuse in their homes or violence in their communities. Protect and sustain aware shelter residents and warming shelter patrons. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Shape our congregation to be salt for the earth. Give us delight in your commandments that we are generous with those in need. Make us steadfast in your trust in you, ready with tangible mercy and compassion for our neighbors. Merciful God, receive our prayer. The cross and resurrection bring redemption from sin and death. We praise you for all whose unshaken faith in Christ shines forth in their witness. Keep them in your remembrance and bring us with them into the kingdom of heaven. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Lead and support your witness. Presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, Alaska Synod Bishop Shelley Wickstrom, Bishop Tessa Moon Lyseth of our sister synod, the Alaska Southeast Cluster, Pastor Karen Perkins, and Island of Faith, Good Shepherd Wasilla. Grant them wisdom to inform all ministries. Merciful God, receive our prayer. For what else do the people of God pray? Lift up a prayer for David, who's about to lose his car, and it will affect his job and his ability to transport kids. And so we pray that he would get the aid and support that he needs. Also, we received a prayer online that has to remain anonymous for health in a relationship. The cross and the resurrection bring redemption from sin and death. We praise you for the martyrs of Japan and all whose unshaken faith in Christ shines forth in their witness. Keep them in our remembrance and bring us with them into the kingdom of heaven. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We bring to you our needs and hopes, O God, trusting your wisdom and power revealed in Christ crucified. Amen. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We Encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Let us pray. Liberating God, you break the bonds of injustice and let the oppressed go free. Receive these offerings in thanksgiving for all your works of merciful power 
and shape us of people of your justice and freedom. You we magnify and adore through Jesus our Savior. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, Father who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us announce together the mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. The God who faithfully brings forth justice and breaks the oppressor's rod, bless, strengthen, and uphold you today and always. Amen. Go in peace. Follow the way of Jesus. Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.